0: 2 3 Kate you're very welcome along to the Brian and Kieran Warfield podcast, The Ramblings of Two Irish Balladeers, featuring Brian Warfield of the Fierce and Mighty Wolf Tones and a son, Ciarán, that's me, of the band Catalpa, and also of the bandwagon bus Dublin's only musical ballad tour on wheels. So sit back, relax, grab a tea, coffee, beer or wine, or whatever takes your fancy, as we go rambling through life's misty, foggy dew, through stories, songs, history, politics, life on the road, and just a general bit of crack.
1: No signal answers from the shore, Sir Roger sadly said... time
0: We have track number five of the Wolf Tones album, Up the Rebels, from 1966, and we're back after two weeks of abstinence of alcohol and talking shy to each other.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, we had, had some emails from people wondering if we're going to come back with more um, podcasts, but uh, I guess yeah, some people are enjoying it, I hope you are, and uh, pass the message around, uh, we keep going as long as you want it.
0: Oh well, we keep going as long as the fridge got beer in it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's good to be back and uh, are we allowed to say you were two weeks away in Spain? What? Are we allowed to say you were two weeks away in Spain?
2: No, we're not allowed to say I was in Spain. No. All right. Okay.
0: You've got a great <laughs> colour for Ireland, although it is, has been warm. So
2: It's been fantastic here. I just had to go. I did. No choice.
0: Dad, you don't have but to make excuses.
2: Yeah, no, I don't have to. But no. uh, fully vaccinated, tested and everything else and... Uh you know, Fluent- minding mind my in own business, minding my own business, went near nobody. Um, so that's Ed outside most of the time. So kept everybody safe, including myself.
0: That's it. And you were in an apartment, so it wasn't like you yeah. were. Oh. Or uh, whatever you were in. Uh, so, Bannistrand, a beautiful song and a beautiful place, a beautiful part of Ireland. I take it this is one of the songs you would have picked up down in Kerry, was it?
2: No, it has a great no. story to it. In fact, um, we, back in the early days uh, our new manager then uh, Cordy Johnson uh, started running shows in the Montrose Hotel and uh, this is going back to 19, I guess 1964 mm. and uh, we were shows were going on Friday, Saturday and Sunday and uh, we because we weren't really a big name we used to bring in names um, like Peg and Bob Clancy or Peg and uh, Bobby Clancy Used to bring in names like Sean O'Shea, and Sean O'Shea was huge at the time because he just had a a number one hit with Puck Mm Airbilla. If anybody remembers that song, it was a huge, huge hit, and uh, you know everybody was it was on everybody's tongue. Puck, a lot of people said I'll puck and kill you, (laughs) but (laughs) it took on in a huge way uh, with the Irish public, and uh, so Sean O'Shea became a regular became a regular. um, uh, uh, feature on our shows there in the, the Montrose and uh, he um, then we went down and uh, he featured in some of our concerts as we went down to Cork and we became kind of a, you know a, a you might say um, a kind of a show together Sean O'Shea and the Wolf Tones and all that kind of thing so we were we he had a great name um, you know and uh we were only beginning and then everything else we were making a name we had uh, we had uh, the LPs out and everything else like that but he had this great song called Strand." it's not the only song we got off him but uh, we got this uh, this song off and he sang it and when he sang it my god he could make the rafters ring because he had an enormous voice a fabulous voice and um, he um, he sang Banastrand uh, Strand." on numerous occasions, of the shows. So eventually, we asked him for the song, but he had a verse in it uh, that brought, kind of brought it up to date. Uh, and we took Sir so Roger home again the year of '65. And with his, I can't remember, with his comrades of 16 in peace and and tranquilize, his last last fond wish it is fulfilled to to lie lie in his his native native home and and the waves waves will roll in in peace again again. on the lonely Bannisteran. So that that, that first kind of brought it up to date. And uh, as far as I remember, he had. No problem. Uh, passing on the song to us or didn't want any kind of recognition for her or anything else like that. A total, total gentleman and total generous man. He was, he was a school teacher in Cork, and uh, he was also um, a great friend of Sean O'Reilly's. And he, as you well know, he, he he sang a lot of the stuff on with Sean O'Reilly on his albums on, on his concerts in the Gaiety and things like that. He was a tenor, um, had a tenor's voice, and uh, that would really—if uh, you stood beside him, you'd know all about it. Uh, he a wonderful tenor, tenor voice. It became a great friend of us ours over the years. We lost track uh, um, as the Wolf Tones progressed in their popularity around the world, and we start touring the world. I think Sean stayed in Ireland, and he stayed uh, stayed on as a school teacher. Uh, devoting his life uh, to teaching and uh, educating our young folks all around Cork. A great language speaker and loved the Irish language. He, um, not alone gave his Spanish strand, but he, another song we took from Sean was Tom and the Rares and the Rares. August Tom and the Rares and the Rares. That's after
0: Oscar Elga. Yeah, yeah, I know. Tom and the
2: yeah. an Rares and T. That's, that's a great song. Tom yeah. and the Rares and the Rares. Elgus the Lydia is a And thanks for the shade I'm drinking. <laughs> God, it's God, not shade. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's some great works. He sang uh, a great version of Rosh Hindu and uh, I think uh, one, one of the great artists of Ireland that never really got the recognition for what he gave to Ireland and what he brought to Ireland about song, music, language and culture. What a great guy and uh, I've sti- never. still around, the course. Is he? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never heard him. Yeah, no, Honestly, she, I've uh, never heard he, him. He's still around and uh, still, I saw him on TV there quite lately and... Uh, yeah, he looked tremendously well. Uh, like us all, he t- didn't stay the young guy he was back yeah, then. Yeah, <laughs>
0: sure he does. But
2: uh, Yeah, nobody does, but yeah. Uh, but, but he looked her- hale and hearty, and it was great to see him again.
0: And did you ever try to make contact? No, never.
2: No, uh, my life is very busy, as you know, and yeah. uh, you, you just can't... Keep in touch with everybody that you touch during your lifetime and yeah. uh, during their, their career growing. But a
0: lot of times you played down in Cork, and never crossed paths now.
2: Well, he was a busy man too, oh, yeah. so I mean, like yeah. uh, busy people don't get a chance to cross one another's paths. Yeah. Um, it's uh, only by you know by chance meetings a lot of the times that uh, people see one another again, or a funeral, or a wake, or, or a, a special. A uh, concert or a special festival, and that's how you know you meet people again.
0: Mm. And "Bannestrand" itself, uh, as a song, of course, is about uh, Roger Casement, and Roger Casement was a great humanitarian,
2: and uh, he was knighted by the British Crown uh, yeah. for his work in uh, both Africa and in uh, South per- America, in Peru.
0: Yeah, he—I uh, think it was in the Congo, was it that he he lost faith in imperialism, and decided yes, yeah, that that's yeah. when he sort of.
2: Not not alone that. I mean, he saw he fought for the, the underprivileged people in uh, Africa and South America, and then when he saw the, that the Irish were, you know, his own people, yeah. were in the, in the, uh, an underprivileged position as well. When he took that fight up, and he did take that fight up more, uh, very sincerely indeed. Uh, he, when he took that fight up, he um, put his heart and soul to it and his life as the life was on the line. And as we know, he was hung in Pentaville prison uh, in August of uh, 1916. He was the last of the leaders of 1916 to be executed. He wasn't executed by firing squad, which is a soldier's death. Yeah. He was executed uh, by uh, hanging, yeah. which was a, a traitor's uh, death. Yeah. And they regarded him as a traitor uh, after... After giving him the great accolade he did for helping other people, they hung him for trying to help his own
0: mm. and he was only fifty one
2: well, yeah, you know when you look at photographs of our, our uh, uh, images of uh, the people from back then, i mean Paul and pierce uh, all those people looked really old, and they weren't were all yeah. very young <laughs> but uh now that now that I've grown old, they look young <laughs> <laughs>
0: They, they, but, uh, did, they didn't have filters in the cameras in those days
2: <laughs> but uh, they couldn't uh, but like when you look at them um, like the, the beard and all of Roger Casement um, is you know a handsome man there's no doubt about that Um because, like it's like when I was growing up, the footballers looked real old. Yeah. And now when I look back, they look at all the kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is it I think I had it in the song. Have you noticed the policemen getting older, yeah. young, younger, yeah. and the busmen? They're getting younger too. When all your friends are getting older, so you stay static while all things around you. Are moving in all kinds of directions. Yeah. Uh, Policemen getting younger, your friends getting older, you looking in the mirror and you're the same every day, same old face. But that's the way it
0: works. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And of course, down in um, Bannerstrand, there's two monuments. Well, one is in Ballyhig and the other one is in. Uh, uh, on but the, the original one from 1965 when they celebrate his, the 50th anniversary.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And on it, there's his name and the name of the other man that came ashore with him. There was three of them came ashore. Mm-hmm. But w- the third one didn't get his name on the monument because he turned King's Evidence after being
2: well, it, uh, arrested. Well, I don't the it.
0: <laughs> So they decided not to put his name on the uh, the other fellow, the second fellow was Robert Monteith. Monteith, and, yeah, yeah. and yeah. his daughter um, launched the plaque or the, the monument. And the other one is an actual statue, which is more over towards Ballyhike, which is a, a bronze statue of, um, of Roger Casey. Yeah, we
2: we actually visited that and we recorded a song uh, at, uh, at only when ran there for our, I think it was... Um, our Forty or fifty, I'm not too sure, but it, it's a Celtic Symphony. It, it tour around Ireland, all the historic spots yeah, it, yeah. around Ireland, and uh, we we did the strand at that spot there, and it's fantastic
0: at the monument uh, that the bronze statue of
2: him. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. the monument there, and we recorded then at at the strand But uh, for anybody who wants to wants again, get any of the videos uh, uh, that we have out, you can go on to um, well, what's the this, Ad time,
0: uh, <laughs> advertisement time. Yeah,
2: no, it's it's all the Vimeo, v- Vimeo. Yeah, Get you on go onto Vimeo there, and uh, you can download it there for um, just pay a couple of bob, and you can download the whole video, and uh, it's well worth while. It's worth t- twenty euro. It's worth a lot more, but we give it to you for twenty. How about that? But uh, it is a marvelous video, and uh, it's uh, part part one and part two. So I think there's something like. Uh, maybe forty songs or thereabouts.
0: And there's a lot of cost in doing a video like that. Oh, a huge cost though.
2: that you yeah. never get back. Yeah. And
0: there's a lot of piracy and all yeah, that goes yeah, on now. You yeah. Know? yeah, same with CDs now. And I think well, sort of Spotify and iTunes and all those. They've sort of killed the CD, really, haven't they? Yeah. Well, it's the CD is
2: really. I think, in the past. I uh, still like
0: them. I, I still, like them, yeah.
2: and, uh, I mean, it's like vinyl. Vinyl has come back, and, uh, you know, these things would be around, and... Uh, oh, but vinyl
0: is so expensive. I'd looked into getting it, uh, what the cost would be to get a couple, an album done on vinyl, and it was horrendous.
2: Yeah, you had to get the acetate uh, done and like, get that made, and then that, effect, uh? that used to press off the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not cheap, but, um you know, but that's it. You know, trends will come and go, and... Uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know the artists will always follow the trend, whatever yeah. it is, and try and get their work out there to as many people as
0: possible. So keep buying the album because my dad wants to go to space with Jeff Bezos next on no, his <laughs> next trip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I couldn't even pour the mat that he got before to go onto the thing. But listen, you know, I think without talking about space, I think the only way you know, that man can develop is they must leave this planet. And uh, I I feel that, uh, you know, that uh, we have to get out of here um, to survive as a, as, as a species. And uh, to do that, it's going to take a lot of technology and a lot of work and a lot of money. And, um, you know, places like Ireland, people like Irish people or the Irish government, we don't have the money to do that. But combined with a strong Europe or a strong world, Uh, It can happen uh, with uh, the contribution made by the great Irish scientists that we have in that sphere. We're very proud of them and uh, many of them have, um, you know, contributed to the space programme. And also, I've got to tell you that air uh, records were taken to space mm. on one I, I, I can't remember. On vinyl
0: now, or CD, no. or MP3? <laughs> That's very important. I, th- I think it
2: might have been CD, they might have had some other technology to take it up, but anyhow. Uh, that was it. We were taken there. We were also taken to the South Pole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the South Pole, they have a, um, an American uh, site there that... Uh, it's a... it's um,
0: A weather weather station or something.
2: Uh, like. it, it's, I think they're, a, a, you know, it's a scientific program. I've seen that,
0: it on on one yeah, of the yeah. ex- exploration and discovery or something like yeah, that, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, they have that there. Yeah. But, I know, said every day, it said every single day, they had their own radio program there. It said every single day the Wolf Tones are played. Mm.
0: <laughs> and, of course, you get played up in the North Pole there. Santa Claus looks <laughs> after you <laughs> there as
2: well. South Pole, South Pole.
0: <laughs> Santa's in the North Pole.
2: Oh, yeah, but but the wolf told them in the South Pole.
0: I know, but (laughs) I'm sure Santy's playing you as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, no, like, we had a Christmas song out. For ourselves. Remember me at Christmas, Santy and all in it. And uh, RTE refused to play. They said that Santa Claus was in the Provo's. I
0: was listening to, uh, I had my Spotify, I was doing the garden you, yesterday, was it yesterday? I had my Sp- uh, Spotify on random, you know, just picks of random uh, people. And I was on Irish music. So you start on. And I went on to Patsy Watchhorn's uh, album. Yeah. And I was listening, like, he has more Republican songs on it than you guys ever did. <laughs> like, you know, and, and he gets paid. Quite, no, not saying that, but he gets played on RTE all the time. So, you know, and I'm listening to this song, like, you're singing the. Uh, the we're the Irish Republican Army. Give me the green, white, and gold every time. I can't. That's more more uh, Republican than any of the tunes you. Yeah, well, I guess to,
2: that. I guess that. Um, you know, they um, just don't like it. That no, it's it's not. It's not only that. I think um, you know when we kind of uh, when the troubles happened. Yeah. And we were already sort of well-established as a band. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Dublin City Drammelers wouldn't have been established at that stage. Yeah, They were around, but not established.
0: But they didn't really do Republican mm-hmm. stuff. This was Patsy's own album. Own no, this, out, wasn't yeah. a, this wasn't then, a then DCR, be, yeah.
2: Then it'd be much later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be much later on. Yeah. So a lot of people done it as a kind of a bandwagon thing when... Um,
0: I don't know. I've never heard it like a yeah. yeah, well, was, we've, yeah that sounds yeah. been
2: knocking around. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. It sounded like quite a modern um, album. So it, I don't. I wouldn't say it was like yeah, recorded probably. in the, the one take when you were doing it in nineteen sixty five or 66. Yeah.
2: Well, we we try to we try to cover everything uh, about Ireland, and that's the thing. We, we you know we rec- we we cover that. We cover emigration. All the great songs about emigration and everything else, uh, including like. Um, a little bit of Scalica and um, whatever we thought was a good song to bring out, um, regardless of what it was about, we needed, we needed to explain our history, mm. and that was uh, of great importance, especially when we were getting horrible uh, news across the world about Ireland and, and uh, you know terrorism and all that kind of thing. So that had to be addressed, and I think Joe Macdonald addresses that in a very very good way yeah. you dare to call me a terrorist but remember like uh, when when I when I was over in America um I guess it was in the 80s or early late 70s or mid 70s you know if you done a, a sort of a, a response to certain things you know when you say word association yeah. and you say black and what's the opposite of white, white. Yeah. you know you go through all the things you know man, woman yeah. you know th- those kind of things if you said bomb IRA yeah. came immediately to the people's minds I tried in America yeah, because every news media that had a story about um, Ireland or a bombing it was either it was committed by the IRA the have, IRA have claimed responsibility or the IRA did not claim responsibility for this mm. so that's known as guilt by association okay. so no matter what whether you did or didn't your name is mentioned in uh in relation to it so that happened many times uh, like i think some of the people that uh, were killed by the uvf and killed by the um nihilist, uh, groupings uh, they went They went to, some of the mothers of people killed and fathers of people killed went to the grave believing that the, their uh, family victims were killed by the IRA mm. because of the, the way it was associated and because of the way it was reported and because of the way the police handled it mm. and told them, so like, you know, there's lots of those... Um, those things that happened in Ireland. It was, there's a very good book written about it that I read in numerous occasions. It's Ireland, the propaganda war. Mm. And the propaganda war, no doubt.
0: Is Martin Dillon? Was it Martin no, Dillon? No, 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 no.
2: The propaganda war was no, no doubt um, won by Britain, won by the English uh, government because they they controlled the whole world. The media of the world came from London especially from Europe. It went to Australia, went across the world. They had a very expert um, news media uh, system that uh, men sh- made sure that whatever the government wanted to get out was there first. And always remember that the, the first version of the story is the story that the people believe. Yeah. Um, the second story is a counterproductive thing to that or it's counteract, trying to counteract that. And, you know, it's like the fella in front of the judge, he's heard all the excuses. So, um, in as much that the propaganda war was won by the people who were best at it. Now, uh, later on in life, the, the Provost, um, Provisional IRA, and all that got, got a little more expert at uh, getting news to America and having, um, having good people over there that would. Uh, would spread around the country, but still the main news, news media groupings in America followed the government the English government uh, version of the story, like Bloody Sunday it was IRA started. Mm. It was like um, everything that happened, uh, you know. Uh, there was IRA, terrorism, there terrorism, and blah,
0: blah. Ali Murphy, the same.
2: Yeah. So the whole thing, like, we, we were there in America for most of the years uh, of the Troubles. And, my God, it used to, my blood would boil at times. And, you know, um, when I'd hear the, the stories they were trying to push across the American people. And I no wonder the American people, um, when you said uh, bomb the
0: immediate response to that was IRA. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I remember when I was in America for uh, the summer, when I was working up in the Seaside Heights in New Jersey, any time you said you were from Ireland, it was saying, oh, you must be glad to get away from all those bombs. And yeah, you like see... that, they, yeah, and that they used, to, they used to infuriate me, like, you nobody. Know, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Because they were trying to make Ireland into a kind of a terrorist nation. And... Um, you know and associated with you know other terrible uh, t- happenings around the world that you know the irish were as bad uh, they had uh terrible terrorist groupings and all that kind of thing and you know like anybody who was in the ira was banned from america you couldn't get in i mean we were there the, the day they opened up to um, to um to the i r a coming into America, we were there when Adams came into uh, yeah. the ballroom there in uh, New York and we were playing at that concert and uh, we were the main thing and that 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 concert there well probably I think the place held about ten twelve thousand wow, yeah, and they were all there paying uh, lots of money yeah and uh, to be there, we were uh, main performers there to the show and you know it was it was all given to the people of belfast and uh, the six counties and yeah. you know what was their struggle for yeah. civil rights
0: yeah yeah and what do you think of the <clears throat> this new thing with the english government trying to pass the uh, where no one can be held accountable for anything that happened in the north
2: yeah well you know i i guess um you know it can't go on forever but i think uh, that anybody has a complaint or wants to get justice for their family should have a say in that. Mm. Now you can't go down to two thousand and fifty four and still have a claim or you know going on or you looking for justice. I think everybody should get the opportunity to um, to get their um, voice and let the voice be heard for those that have uh, left. And remember, there's there's a lot of hangover in, from the troubles not alone uh, you know amongst uh, Republican people uh, which uh, you know many many Republicans done deeds that they can never disclose and the, the, their families and everything else they can never be they can never mention it or talk about it or they're not like they'll never be sung about or you know and uh, they, they'll they have to go to their grave and carry their story mm. um, like um, with uh, The same with loyalist groupings and everything else like that. And God, uh, you know, knows what terrible things happened around there. But at some stage, the hatchet has to be buried. Mm. And uh, I don't know, uh, I don't think the government uh, in England have the right to uh, call that, uh, make that call. Mm. It should be made in conjunction with the families and the people who fear and have that injustice still to be addressed. Yeah. So if if every all the groupings got together, I think that would be the answer.
0: Yeah. I think they're more doing it, the British government are more doing it too, so that the soldiers can't be held accountable for anything they did, like in Ballymurphy or...
2: Yeah, well, you know. They, you, you know, that's... Yeah, well, I think the people need to get the truth out there and uh, mm. they're fighting for that for years and, you know... The British government always like to see themselves as the goodies mm. and everybody else as the baddies. So, I mean, they're not going to change that. They're going to want, uh, you know, the British army to be squeaky clean, which they're not. Yeah.
0: And, of course, they'd want that so that if they have to send them in again, <laughs> they, you know, because if, if the soldiers being held accountable, they're, they're not going to want to be deployed into...
2: Yeah, well, uh, and, and also, you know, they they were under the control of the British, gov- English government. I, know, so yeah. I mean, like, whatever it is, whatever the soldiers did, they had it from the top to, to do it. And, right? of course,
0: there would be compensation due to back to families and stuff uh, like that, yeah. if like it was to come out, of course. Anyway, um, so I was going to ask you uh, one last thing about Roger Casement. Of course, we're talking about his monuments, and uh, one thing I forgot, the biggest monument to... Roger Casement was, of course, is only across the road from where I live. Yeah, it's Casement Aerodrome. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: You know, so it's great that because uh, originally it was what was the name Baldolan was it, but what was it called? Something else before uh, that.
2: It was. I can't remember now what it was called. Um,
0: but anyway, it's uh, yeah. it's named after him. It's Casement, great. To, yeah, and, drum, and it's great to see yeah, yeah. things like that being named after. You know, like Collins's barracks. And yeah,
2: he's yeah. a, no doubt a courageous, great hero and. um, He'll always be such to the Irish people, and we cherish his
0: memory. Yeah, absolutely, and a great song which I lo- yeah. love singing, even though it's quite a hard, difficult song to sing.
2: It is, but you know, because inher- a beautiful melody, I inherited
0: your voice. So. <laughs> you know, us, <laughs> you know my struggle. <laughs> um, so traveling through the airports, then how did you find it?
2: Well, we got tested before we left, yeah. uh, and um, we, was it was
0: uh, it on because when I was collecting in the airport, it was a bit surreal. Like there was very few people around like Dublin airports, always thronging with people I anytime know. I go. And just to go out there, like drive into whatever car space you want and then just go and sit in any seat, but nothing open. And you know, it, was, it was very surreal.
2: It was, it was um, like when we went to the airport, it was very few people. We, uh, we, I'd already checked in online and done everything online. And, uh, I just went up to the desk and dropped the baggage. Um, they have a, a way now; you're not allowed to bring hand baggage on. You have to pay if you want to bring it on. Right. It's nothing to leave it at the at the drop, right. uh, at the bag drop. Uh, so we left all the baggage there, which was great for us. Um, and then I went down and. There was a bar open just after the perfume placed it. Yeah. <laughs> which my wife likes. And she went to there and I went to the bar and I had a beautiful pint of Guinness. I then liked it so much I had another one. <laughs> oh, well. And be. then uh, we proceeded to the gate and uh, we got on the plane, no problem. It, it was like... It wasn't even half full. I mean, it was just basically with people who had no choice but to go over to Spain, which I I was in that position. And uh, so, yeah, we got on the plane and then the hatch wouldn't close and the bloody baggage, the thing, and so they dumped us off the plane and put us on another one. And uh, it didn't hold us up long. Uh, So he said we'd make up time as we go across, and we did. When I arrived there, listen, guys out there, this is true. Don't ever... Book a car, but you do Spain because they do use Spain.
0: <laughs> you, do, you do Spain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez,
0: where do you find these places? That <laughs> I don't know.
2: Cherry Murray gave me that. You he do said, now Spain. you got to try doing it. So I booked it online anyhow, and uh, cost me one hundred eighty-four euros. And
0: uh, for a piece of paper.
2: <laughs> yeah, basically a piece of paper. And what with all the confusion of the thing and everything else, I. You know the way they have the drop-down box for 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 time arrival. Yeah. So the drop-down box was at ten o'clock. Uh, it was stood at ten because I didn't change it. Yeah. So it was ten arrival, ten leaving. So, oh, I I had already done and paid the money, and um, I said, God, I'm going to make a bloody mistake there. I didn't do the drop box for the time. Yeah. So I sent him an email saying uh, I. I won't be arriving there till blah, blah, blah. And uh, could they let the car company know that that uh, that's the fact? Yeah. So when I got to it, when I got to Spain, they said, um, no, 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 no car. I said, why no car? He said, because you were supposed to arrive here at 10 o'clock. And you don't arrive, We give you two hours. And if you don't arrive by the two hours, I said, but just go over time. And I said, like, a, Flights have changed all the time. No, 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 no. No car. So um I said, you know, fuck this, Jesus, what am I gonna do? So and he I said, What what would it cost me to hire a car now for the period? And he said, um, well blah 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 she does it all the community ding dung ding dong. It'll be a thousand four thousand and forty. I said, You joke with me. You
0: don't want to buy it. <laughs> I just wanna rent it. <laughs>
2: So I went around to the other car companies on the down the airport and I went up and they were all there. So I went back to the other one and I said, Look, this is the story, what's your best price? Otherwise I'll get in a cab, I'm going down to the hotel and I'll hire one locally. Yeah. And uh, she said, Okay. She said, I'll do it for sixty.
0: Sixty or six hundred. I, I was gonna say that. <laughs> <Six> <laughs> you so wish.
2: I'll do it for six hundred. <laughs> so I felt I was tired, I was you know, upset about the whole thing. And I said, fuck it, i just go ahead with it. So I tr- put over my debit card anyhow, and she processed it and gave me a, a little course, opal opal or whatever. And uh, the car was grand and just, um, you know, I felt my money's down the lane. I'm going to pursue it and see if can I get some money back, but I doubt it. I doubt it, yeah. Yeah, they're very, like, I don't know, just... It, Car companies, I think, are the worst in the world for mm. uh, doing people. You know, for, well,
0: you do Spain are definitely. You do,
2: <laughs> we'll do you in Spain these Certainly will. Don't touch them, lads and lassies.
0: At least with Hertz or all those cars, you have you, you, you have some sort of back because they have offices here. Like you know, you can fight your case.
2: Yeah, and I wouldn't mind. I was I would have gone to my usual spot except Jerry said, oh, great price." I said, "What's the way, Do you, Spain, or do? We'll do you in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> done you
0: in Spain. <laughs> I was you, done. Anyhow. You were done before you got to Spain. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Okay, so when you were over there, of course, we missed the uh, chatting about the Euro finals and, of course, uh, England getting better penalties. Where did you watch the game?
2: I watched the game in a. it was kind of like a sports club in um, in, um Look bar there it's like um, a tennis
0: sports club. It's a,
2: it's a tennis club yeah, a tennis posh. club. And uh, they had a they had a huge television. My god, Jesus was huge. Huge thing altogether. together. And uh, it was kind of outdoors indoors if you know what I mean. Right, it was yeah. Like um there was a bar which had a canopy on it and then all the seating was kind of outdoor with a a cover that could be put on. Yeah. Like a canvas cover over...
0: Was there many English there? It was all Spanish. There,
2: there was one English. Wasn't it? <laughs> in fact, the, the only other people, there was two two Italians. Right. Yeah, which uh, I was cheered with. Yeah. <laughs> and there was... Uh, who else was there? There was like... Spanish. I don't know where there were probably a couple of Spanish. Spanish, but yeah. Not many people had an interest in it now at all. Really? Wow. Yeah, I, t- I think there was only like eight people... In a huge area like uh, with, a, with a television about 100 or 200 inches long and wide, whatever,
0: uh, huge television. I watched it down and we we had the bandwagon out that day. Uh, we, had, we were doing a 70th birthday party. And um, so it was late getting finished and I literally went home and picked up Katrina and went up to, um, we were staying up in um, Carlingford. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh so we literally went to the place we were staying, threw our bags in, and legged it down to the local pub. And uh the place was absolutely mobbed. Mm. So I walked in, I seen twenty minutes gone, England won all up. I was going, Oh because I had, You'll never hear the end well, of this. Well I no I had money on the Italians from the start, so <laughs> I was thinking I should've taken I should have cashed out. And then um I said to him, I said, is there any room out in the back beer garden? He says, No, we're wedged Karen, wedged. So the front was wedged as well, where the telly was at the front. So he says just stand there in the corner, he says, watch it on the big screen. He says, I put that on for myself. And mm. So we stood there for the whole two and a half hours of thought <laughs> it was great. And the atmosphere in the place was just unbelievable. I've never seen so many drunken people in all my life at the end of the day.
2: <laughs> so of course when the all game all cheering for
0: England? Italy, of course. I don't think... I, I, well, I didn't hear one cheer now when England's penalties went in. And one thing I always said, and it's very true if you look at a penalty shootout, the first person to miss normally wins the penalty shootout. I guarantee really? 75% of the time. I said it to Ray Donnelly, the guy who used to play the drums in, in the band. I said it to him one time. I said, if you watch it now... I think Liverpool were playing he's a Liverpool fan and I said Liverpool missed the first penalty I said they'll win it now because because I think the other opposi- opposition get a sense of oh we can do this now because we've mm-hmm. they've missed and then once they, once they then they're in that frame of mind and then once they miss it's very hard to change your frame of mind where you're sort of relaxed, you know. You're, yeah, you know, yeah. and then the nerves start coming in. So I've done it, and I've watched it now. But seventy five percent in around there of the penalty shootouts. I never knew
2: that. Now, uh, really.
0: end up the first person to miss. Yeah, seventy five percent of the time goes you on. Hear run. that, folks? You can bet. Yeah, well, well, that's what I did. I took a lot of money off Bank365 bank off, Bet365. I put 60 quid in for the uh, US Masters. Because yeah. if you put 60 quid in, they gave you 60 quid on top of that. So it meant I had 120 to bet. So I won my bet in the US Masters. So since then, I haven't put another penny in. I took me 60 euro back out and another 280
2: <laughs> right, you doing better than
0: I did. I won. You? I won the US Masters. I won the. I had the winner of the US Open. I had the winner of the Euros, mm. and uh, I did a bet on the. It was a a handicap bet on the on the GA at the weekend, and I won 112 euro off a two euro bet.
2: <laughs> uh, I I you so Can you do my betting? <laughs>
0: Just being quite lucky, so uh, I've, uh,
2: I think you. No, I think you have a good, you have a good grip on uh, both football and things like that. Of what's going to happen? And
0: I don't like yeah. betting a lot of money. That's one thing I yeah, don't well, do. I'll right. only do five or ten euro. Yeah, I would yeah. never. I'd, and I try not to make a habit of it. Just on it's the sport, big sport, big yeah, sporting yeah, occasions, yeah. like you know, or if I'm going to something like you because know, it was at the GAA at the weekend. I went to the hurling and I went to the football on Saturday. It was the hurling and Sunday was the football. Yeah. So Dublin, we're playing Kilkenny in the Leinster final.
2: Yeah, I saw you. I think we hit you on the FaceTime.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we were on the boat, you know, the MV Killarney.
2: Yeah, yeah. That used
0: yeah. To, they used to go to the Iron Islands, did it?
2: It used to, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So that's parked up across from my job, of course, and I, I've never gone into it, and it's right outside my job, so... We booked onto it and went down and we sat on it for and of course beautiful weather and we had yeah, a we had yeah. a, a heap of pints before we went up, got a taxi up to Grow Park. But it was lovely there, you know, everybody you had all the kayaks out and you had just, yeah, yeah. you had people out sailing, there was sailboats going around and, and then you had every now and then there was a speedboat went past. So of course when the speedboat went past we were sort of on a pontoon that's beside the yeah, the yeah. boat. So you almost felt like you were yeah, going, going up and down, feeling a bit seasick. But it was, it was, it was lovely. Like get, get to get back to Crow Park. Now there wasn't many. There was eighteen thousand, I think, allowed in for both games, mm-hmm. uh, which in Crow Park is nothing like it's, course, it's less yeah, it's than twenty like percent. But it was great to hear the cheer back. And what I didn't realize, I think, the four of us that went in, that I think we all had the. One too many <laughs> uh, was that Dublin were missing four players from their starting lineup because they had been close contacts with yeah, COVID, COVID. So yeah. against Kilkenny you can't afford to lose, mm. you know, four players. And then they had a, an injury in the first couple of minutes, and then at half time they had to take off uh, another one. So that was six players out of fifteen from the, you, first, from the uh, first, you yeah. know, first choice. Like you know, so so they were lucky They lost, I think, by ten points in the end. But uh, the Dublin GA on the on the Sunday. Um, were absolutely brilliant in the first half Mm. and then in the second half they just almost took their foot off the gas like you know and I think they only scored five points in the second half or something Mm. like that so so it'll be interesting to see now with uh, with Kerry and Mayo and all these teams how they how they they come up to it because they've lost a lot of players as well, like you yeah, know, yeah. to retirement and stuff like that.
2: The COVID thing has really wrecked the whole thing, really. You know, just like
0: uh, but any team can lose. You know, you only have to be a close contact now, yeah, and you're yeah. and you're gone. You're yeah. out of the panel, like so. They have to be really careful who they're who they're palling around with. You know, yeah, yeah. Especially coming in, and
2: that's difficult. You know, like your you, you, your life's been on hold like for over a uh-huh. year and a half, and yeah. It's uh, it's tough, especially on the younger
0: people, I have to say. Yeah. It's really, really tough. You know, Yeah, and now they're being struck down with it, like, you know, they're getting it quite bad, like, you know.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. The guy that was meant to do the uh, video for the bandwagon, he got uh, COVID and he was quite bad with it. And then yeah, yeah. I, r- I rang him to see if he got over it and he's after breaking his ankle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's having a rough time. So, uh, where, where are we? We're 45 minutes in. Jesus, that goes quick when you're having fun, doesn't it? So, um, of course, you have fail on a pubble coming up.
2: Yeah, we had the failer coming up, and uh, th- that sold out in an hour. Um, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, one hour it was gone, and uh, of course, uh, like they're not letting the full compliment in. I think there's uh, five thousand or something like that allowed in. They were talking about doing a second one, but uh, you know, I, I don't think uh, we want to do that. You know, just. Uh, just yeah, but we have another one then in in um, it's outdoor again in Derry, yeah, and uh, Hooly on the hill, yeah, yeah, the Hooly on the hill, and then. Where, where to be there? Uh, uh, that's all at the moment I know about. But um,
0: the huli on the hill sounds like fun. <laughs> what do you get the weather like? You know, you can't beat outdoor festivals. Oh, like, fucking you know, great! Uh, yeah, yeah. Geez, yeah,
2: like if the weather's good, you, you know, like last
0: like, year fell on the bubble. It was a beautiful day. Yeah, you know, yeah, it really yeah. was.
2: Well, hopefully we have a great day. The people deserve a good, yeah. a good outdoor concert now and again to make up for all that suffering we had over the past months.
0: And you know, are they doing it in? Pods are what way oh,
2: they're doing that it? I that I don't know. I don't interesting know. Interesting
0: to find out, wouldn't it? Yeah, on what yeah. way they're doing it.
2: I don't know what way they're doing it. Um. Yeah. Like, uh, I know some of the people that it was done in pods of six, wasn't it, or whatever. Like, I don't think that's possible in Falls, Falls Park there, but it, they must have some way of controlling
0: That would be. Like, if it holds yeah. 12,000 and yeah. they're, they're less than half capacity, they could just do corrals and, you know, there's six, six people going corral- there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not,
2: it doesn't have to be corrals. It could be barriers. Yeah, you know? well, that's yeah.
0: what I mean. That's yeah. what they did yeah. in the one in,
2: in, uh, in You have a row of barriers Kalinam and a certain Hospital. amount of people into that row and a certain amount yeah. of people in the next row, blah, blah, blah.
0: That's the way it was in Crow Park. Like, you could buy tickets for two, three, four, five or six people, like, you know. Um, in a pod. Like yeah, but you couldn't buy a single person ticket. Mm, yeah, you know, well, that's, that's good, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think that's bad that you can't buy a single person ticket. So yeah, if you, but if I, who you going to
2: put them with? If
0: you're, yeah, but you put them by themselves in, a, in an area, like, you know, with oh, yeah, two metres, like, you know. Too
2: much work for them.
0: Yeah, well, it's just easier to sell it to three people. Uh, but. In fairness, like, they didn't put the price up a whole lot. Like, I think it was 30 euro for the, for the, uh, no, it was 35 for the hurling and 30 for the, for the football. Yeah, yeah. So that's generally what you'd pay, you know.
2: Yeah. So
0: it'll be interesting to see now with uh, Ireland now. Ireland have uh, they have two games at home in October, I think, one in September and two in October yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the because Bows are playing uh, they sold out their 8000 tickets Bows? Yeah. yeah yeah. they're playing in the Europa Conference and they're playing
2: did they, did they win that match tonight you
0: know well, well they're, not, they're not playing tonight I don't think
2: no. yeah they are they were up 1-0 oh,
0: are they? oh well, then it's the first leg is it do, do yeah, the launch yeah, lunch, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, that's what it is Yeah, I don't support Bows that <laughs> they took they took I support
2: any any Irish team. I know I do, yeah, yeah but
0: yeah, yeah. when they're playing in Europe, but uh, they took the English, uh, the what were the 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 ones that went down North Earl Street? You know, the ones in the in the East Horizon where they shot a load of innocent people in North Earl Street all along there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took them troops into the Bowes pavilion and gave them tea and
2: and, tea
0: and, uh, and sandwiches yeah. and stuff. tea
2: and arsenic.
0: You know. yeah. <laughs> they looked after them. Yeah, so.
2: well, that's you know
0: that was then. This is now. Uh, I know, but we yeah. can, I love giving that to the both supporters. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I have a few friends that are both supporters, so it's great. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the rivalry, Dad. Without the rivalry, there's no cracking football. Yeah, well,
2: we have. We've been pats
0: all our. Yeah, well,
2: you
0: know they call us the junkies. The what? The junkies.
2: Ah no, not back in the day that's No, but where, now yeah. uh, That's because Bowles is chemist there
0: isn't no, 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 it's not it's just cause of
2: That's where yeah, yeah. They, they used to go there for their methadone and all
0: that I don't think that's anything to do with it I think it's just uh, The area in general They try to give it a bad name And then of course we call Shamrock Grovers the homeless
2: <laughs>
0: Because they don't own that ground down in Tala.
2: Well, it's a great ground
0: that is a great ground yeah yeah. but still it would be nice if uh, Pats had their own ground like you know they've tried but Dublin City Council have refused them in St Michael's Estate there but uh, but I've been a giant I've been back the last three four games now I'm not going to the game tomorrow uh, it's a cup game against Bray but I've been at the three, sorry, three league games and mm. they've been playing absolutely great football and really enjoyed it and they haven't lost yet since uh, the, the fans have been back so no, Long may continue yeah. but they have a very ten squad but you're looking great compared to last season it's a it's a real lift so um, anyway good to be back and good to see you looking all suntanned and and uh, you're still and, in, red. and still enjoying the, the pint of lager while we're chatting yeah. so we'll play out with a what do you want to play out with um, I'll give you a choice
2: yeah okay Chasing after moonbeams as we we're talking about space. It's my idea of space.
0: Right, okay. And I can introduce you to a few of the uh, Tom Cruise's mates if you want. Uh, and see if you can get a lift on the old uh, cocoon uh, spaceship that he's looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, well,
2: give him a shout there, I'll go.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might have to write them a song.
2: <laughs> no problem.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, we shall sign off uh I don't, will I, when will I put this out will I wait till Monday or will I just put it out tonight what? Will, will I wait till Monday to put this out or, or will we do another one Monday oh
2: we'll do another one Monday yeah, yeah.
0: ok so I'll stick this out tomorrow yeah, as, this a, out, yeah. as a bonus
2: Yeah. ok
0: oh I have a question to ask you shite yeah. oh do you know what I'll do it Monday the, ok the, yeah one of the chaps asked me to ask you a couple of questions alright we'll talk to you soon this is Chasing After Moonbeams in the Sun with Tom Cruise <laughs> <laughs> take care people. enjoy yourselves enjoy the rest of the weather because the weekend's to get all uh, sherry and colder
2: okay take care bye en- bye sh- enjoy it when you have it
3: is all the laughter, the laughter of the children chasing after moonbeams in the sun Superman is crying crying in the rain clouds, chasing after moonbeams in the sun running through the trees catching falling leaves chasing with the hare and with the hound running with the devil Chasing with the priestess, everyone is flying to the sun. The trash can's overflowing with tomorrow morning's refuse. Chasing after moonbeams in the sun. Once where there was plenty, the gaping holes are empty. We're chasing after moonbeams in the sun. Running to the trees, catching falling leaves. Chasing with the hare and with the hound Running with the devil Chasing with the priestess Everyone is flying to the star, Dancing off into the sky In an everlasting chain of loneliness Across the rainbow we will fly Chasing after love and happiness. The scientist beats with wisdom. He talks of global warming. He's chasing after moonbeams in the sun. The spaceship air to spinning to attend in at the beginning. We're chasing after moonbeams in the sun. We're running to the trees, catching falling leaves. Chasing with the hare and with the hound Running with the devil, chasing with the priestess Everyone is flying to the star Dancing off into the sky In an everlasting chain of loneliness Across the rainbow